Dog Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. Social pressures. Yeah, people shouldn't go to jail for shit. But you should be ashamed. You should be like, hey, man, that's not cool. But everybody's too scared to say that now. Instead, they'll call the cops. You know, Karen will call the cops instead of calling your mom. You know? Well, because no one cares what mom thinks anymore. Right. And will mom do anything? No, because she thinks the state should be the school's raising her kids, right? So, while I agree with some of the things that are said, I think I think the shame, we've been talking in the, um, in the live group here a, a little bit, and we've gotten to the point where we see a disconnect in, in what we're talking about. Um, I think we've, we've kind of broke it down to the point that what I'm saying, what I'm describing to Bart is that I think that in a libertarian slash anarcho-capitalist or even a functional democratic society, shame should be very form- forefront in the society. And what a lot of people who disagree with me on that would bring up would be like oh gay people and this and that but that's not i mean i i think that's a non-starter because there are plenty of communities that i've lived in where being gay would be uh the norm so uh if there were any shame be happening it would be more on what i was doing which was my heteros sexual relationship I was having with my significant other at the time. But that being said, it's not really about whether gay or straight is better. It's the society that you decide to live in. What, how big it is, how small it is. Shame is, is a way to govern without a forceful hand. It's a very passive way. Uh, You could think of it like, you know, those annoying motherfuckers that you hang out with that are, that are passive aggressive. Yeah. Why do I hang out with them? Well, because the like non passive aggressive, aggressive people just like beat you up as soon as there's something to aggress upon you. But the passive aggressive motherfucker will go, yeah, I guess we can do that. And while that may be annoying, the guy who goes, I'm doing that shit and punches you in the mouth. I mean, I'm probably going to hang out with the other dude, the annoying guy. I do think it's interesting that you brought up a, I think you said a democratic society. Is that what you're saying? Democratic or well, any society, really. But democratic, even even in democratic society, yeah. Well, because 
using that and kind of applying it to what you were saying before about, let's say, a more closed-minded society, if there are 99 people out of 100 that believe that someone who is gay should be shamed, Mm -hmm. that one person would be shamed into solitude and possibly worse, right? Yeah. But we're not talking about a perfect world here. What we're talking about is like, whether we should use shame to be like, hey, your gay stuff is like shameful. Or we should use laws to make things illegal, ruin people's lives, whatnot, what have you. So we don't live in a perfect society. And I don't want to because whatever your fucking idea of perfect is, is not my idea of perfect. Which goes back to some of the egalitarian pieces we were kind of picking apart here because the modern egalitarian critique mm-hmm. is that people are not created equal. And if they were created equal and then had equal opportunity afforded to them, then there would be no trading because everyone would have the exact same thing. So. Which is absolutely retarded, which makes him not equal to people who don't believe that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, it's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard because like, think about it. Like, uh, uh, okay. So I know just as much as a sheep owner or a sheep person, you know, just as much as I do wallpaper and this other person knows just as much as everybody else that's selling the goods. It still doesn't make sense for all of us to do a little bit of each of those. It Even in that society where we all are equally good at all of those things, it makes sense for us to allocate those differently. It makes sense for the guy who goes, well, I think I'm going to do the sheep thing. He does the sheep thing we all end up better and then he ends up better at sheep because he's doing sheep thing while we're doing retail. So it instantly starts to degrade from the knowledge. We equal knowledge. The moment you put it into like a real scenario. Right. And again, I think that's this sort of critique of a lot of that, at least in, in modern times, because I I will say that the core beliefs of egalitarians, I'm, I am very much on board with. And I, I think you are as well, because it's that everyone is equal and has the same natural rights and should be afforded the same opportunities. Natural rights. Yeah. Other than that, though, I'm not. I'm not on board when they start adding rights. No. Positive rights, I don't agree with. Well, and and that's where I think the last few hundred years is where it's become more of a, and because we believe that, we will be enforcing that by way of the state. But here's the part that I don't really understand in, in growing that, because... I think we've all come to a place, and when I say we all, I mean folks from various different 
walks of life and political backgrounds, even if we believe it's selective in different ways, Mm -hmm. for example, if you are one of the, you know, hardcore QAnon Trumper people, you might Mm. say, oh, well, the, the government is selectively enforcing its rules on me. Um, a lot of folks that run in the same circles I do would look at law enforcement mm-hmm. and say that they selectively enforce laws on poorer people, black people, other people of color. And and you and I would say they selectively enforce laws on people who don't show them some sort of submission. And I think we can both live to tell tales about situations that we didn't show submission and we were persecuted for doing so. Tales, plural. I can think of one tale in particular where we were working on a car and you and I got together for like one night in 10 years that and it happened to both of us at the same time. And and I I check boxes that are you can never get in trouble with the law. I have blonde hair. Well, I had blonde hair when I had hair. And I have blue eyes. And I am straight, believe it or not. I wish I wasn't, but I am. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> and uh yeah, so I check boxes that that in the idea that it is based on color, this, that, the other, should mean that I don't get in trouble. But I have a record that shows differently. So, to be fair, mm-hmm. the car we were in matched the description of a car that they were looking for, or something with a person with a green shirt. That's right. The green shirt, yeah. Yes. I mean, we checked two boxes. Green shirt, old car that looks like every yeah. other old car. Yeah. Look at seven of the same car drove by. So yeah, while we yeah. were pulled over. Right, yeah. Like the most popular Maxima <laughs> ever. Yeah. I'm, I that body style maximum. I bet you can get pulled over, and ten of them would still pass you today, because that is a very popular body style, but not fun to change I, the alternator. I will tell you that much. It's it's hidden. It is hidden away. It, yeah, they're like, oh, we will put the battery, all these things that you got to change, in such a good spot. But since we're going to do that, we are putting the alternator in the middle of the motor. <laughs> Just, God yeah. bless the Japanese. I don't, I don't fucking get it, man. We're like, do we really got to pull that suspension arm to it? Oh, yeah, we do, don't we? Motherfucker. It's about like, uh, I have a K1200 uh, for you guys who 
ride motorcycles, you might get this. I have a BMW K1200, the James Bond edition cruiser from BMW. Yes, that's right. In the blue, the James Bond color too. I had my clutch go out. So I go on YouTube or Odyssey. Probably Odyssey because it's better. Shout out Odyssey. Woo. Um, and the guy who describes the process I'm about to go through to change out this clutch goes, oh man, you're not going to like this video. <laughs> and that's how it starts. So I find out that I have to, the, the frame of the K12 BMW separates into two sections and you have to break the frame in half to uncouple the transmission from the engine just to change the fucking clutch. And uh, the whole time, the guy's laughing at us, laughing at everybody he's teaching how to do this. He's like, this sucks so bad, and you're going to do it. And I can respect that guy because he was being honest, and if I was him, I'd be laughing too. So... Uh, but yeah, that's what happened to me. Well, this is why James Bond had Q because James Bond oh, yeah. isn't doing any of that. Oh yeah. He didn't. Yeah. That's why he got the, he would have got like the, uh, the Honda or something if he wouldn't, if he didn't have Q, right? Yeah. If he was doing his own maintenance, very <laughs> different story, but all that to say, whatever our experience, I believe we've come to a time where stars have aligned and I think we're all on the same page whether you think that laws are selectively enforced to people because of their race, their political beliefs, or their green shirt. We all agree that selective enforcement is in play. Mm -hmm. But I, I do think there's a lot of significance into knowing who your enemy is and why they're your enemy. So while I may agree with some of you others who think that Donald Trump is being attacked because he's a Republican or that um, Noam Chomsky is being attacked because he's a socialist, I, I think that you're missing the point. Because they're both being attacked for the same reason. And they're not part of the system. They're not approved by the state. So, Could it be argued that they're both part of the state and meant to appear as if they are alternatives to give us false choice? Sure. But what, that doesn't explain why they're being attacked. But either way, even if that is the case, it, it still rings true what I'm saying. Like it doesn't. It's not about who's being persecuted. It's it's truly about why, and it's why is because you're not part of the state. It's not because you're too left or you're too right or you're too middle of the road or you're too Christian or you're too Muslim or you're too whatever. Are you for the state? 
or you're against the state. Or even sometimes it's, does the state just not control you totally? You're not even a useful idiot enough for them, which is what I believe Donald Trump is, is he was not controlled totally by the state. And even though he was a idiot and useful in a lot of situations, he wasn't controlled. And we can't have that again. I still vacillate between whether I think he is a bit of a loose cannon or if he was controlled opposition. Because if I were the state, I would want someone like him. You would, huh? Well, if you were the state, would you want what has happened where the belief in the state has diminished considerably, whether you're right or left? And I I, I don't think that Donald Trump is the reason why any of this happened. I think the state overreaching is the reason why all this happened. I think Donald Trump is just a reaction to these things. Just I mean, like that I, is the simplest answer. Yes, I think you're. I think you're right. But while Donald Trump is a moron, in my eyes, I do believe. I, I I'm. I believe there's really high powers that don't want people like you and I to have people listening to us. And I think that Donald Trump doesn't make sense so much that people start searching and find people like you and I talking about what we're talking about and go, oh my God, somebody is making sense of this chaos? Let me listen to them. And then we get a you know a rising base, a bunch of sub- subscribers like we've, we've been getting. And it's not because of advertising. I think it's because we're making sense of this post-Donald Trump world where people are just, everybody who's telling them what it means, it doesn't really make sense. And then we're stepping back and looking at it differently. And I think that's why we're getting a lot of subscribers. I think that's fair. And I think it is also why I want to be a good steward of that listenership and also be skeptical on their behalf because I don't want us to become useful idiots that steer them off a cliff. Yeah. So you go to yo kratom.com. <laughs> <laughs> Get your $60 kilo tonight.